Hello and welcome to episode number two of Master My Garden podcast. In the first episode we touched a little bit on the main reasons that people garden and today I'd like to just drill into those a little bit more. Uh, we'll talk about some of the main points. It's very important for me as I try to help you going forward that I understand the reasons people garden. Uh, so I've heard a lot of them over the years Um, just going to talk about some of them, the main points. Some of them are a little bit in jest, they're not quite what they might seem. But they're all reasons that people get out and do a little bit of gardening. So as I say, it's important for me to understand those reasons. Okay, so let's get into it. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so let's look at the some of the reasons that people garden obviously there's lots of them um, it's not the same for everybody people do it for different reasons out of necessity out of out of uh, love out of different things so let's look at some of the reasons i have a list of eight here um, i'm sure i don't have everything covered there's probably other ones which i'd be delighted to hear about as we go along um, but we'll go through them one by one so number one i garden for fresh air and exercise so this is a huge one uh, there's lots of studies and reports proven reports that uh, gardening is good for your health for lots of reasons obviously you're out in the fresh air um, especially if somebody's doing an office job or they're doing a lot of driving maybe they're in inside in the house all day and um, just to get out into the fresh air uh, to feel the sun on your face soak up the vitamin d it's it's very good for you obviously and um, a lot of people find that after a hard day in work or if they're after having a stressful day with the kids to get out into the garden to mow the grass to clip the hedge to dig some veg all those things kind of de-stress them a bit so get back to nature um, gives them a feeling of I suppose less stressed than they were um, it can be enjoyable um, from a movement perspective so if you're gardening you're basically using all the muscles in your body. So it's like a full body workout. You're using your legs, you're using your arms, using your tummy. Um, so as I say, I like a full body workout. It's great for older people as well. So obviously, if somebody has been gardening all their life, to continue to do that, even as they get older, obviously without going lifting uh, massive big rocks around the garden, but to keep movement uh, in some part is very good as they go, get into later life. Um, when you're in the garden you activate all your senses really so sight you see the beautiful flowers the colors you have the smell so if you have things like lavender and jasmine in your garden you can smell the fresh fruit and veg then obviously we have sound so you hear the birds you hear the trees the wind through the trees if you're lucky enough to have a water feature or a water fountain you can hear the, the movement of water which is always relaxing um, and all those sounds that you hear uh, especially if you're able to actually get out and sit down for a little while out there it's quite enjoyable then you have taste of course if you're growing your own fruit and veg you have that fresh taste um, which really can't be beaten we'll touch on that a little bit further on in another point and then you have touch so you have the feel of compost or clay on your hands um, there's nothing really like getting your hands into the clay into the soil and if you haven't done this this is something that you should all definitely do um, in the night time walk in the grass on your bare feet now if you have dogs that tend to leave little parcels around the place I would be careful with that one but it's just it's something really really nice something nice to do 
Uh, bring your kids out some night and do it. They will love it as well. It's a, it's a funny sensation, but it's a really, really nice thing to do. So that's the that's point number one. I garden for fresh air and exercise. Obviously, there's other bits and pieces around it. There's lots of proven studies and surveys, but they're just some basic, um, I suppose, the basic talking points around that first one. Uh, second one, I garden to do something fun and healthy with the kids. So this is a brilliant one. Um, a, lot of, a lot of young families with kids. Obviously, with the way the world has gone, a lot of people um, tend to be in front of screens all day, whether it's a TV or a tablet or phone. So to get outside with the kids and to do something with them in the garden is, is an absolute brilliant thing to do. Uh, number one, it tires them out, so you can get a better night's sleep. They get a better night's sleep, they go to bed tired. You can sit down and relax for a couple of hours. But the outdoors, the garden, uh, it becomes a playground so all the things that well I know I would have done as kids so you have secret areas in the garden and you create little dens make little clubs um, some people don't like this one but I think it's brilliant you go around and find creepy crawlies so you have little ladybirds that you find or some of the nastier guys like slugs and snails and these type, type, type things kids just love looking at finding out about these creatures and critters and minding them and creating homes for them. Um, obviously you can do things like a water fight or a mud fight. Obviously if you have a big lawn you can have a sports pitch. Then obviously it's an area where your pets can play. So it's a, like a family zone, you have your pets, your kids all together in one area. Um, you can grow veg and flowers and give them their own patch. So if you have if you have your own little bit of a veg garden, um, why not give them a packet of seeds or a couple of packets of seeds and maybe a small bit of ground and say to them, listen, this is this is your area. Give them a bit of help with it, but let them do all the work. Let them sow the seeds, water it, and let them then see the benefits of it. Like I remember that as a, as a child myself, um, particularly very young, uh, where I, I would have got things like lettuce seed and you sow it and it's so easy to grow. And then a couple of weeks later, you see a head of lettuce there and probably nine times out of ten I would have cut it before it was even ready but you felt so proud just cutting it off and bringing it in and then it was eaten for the tea there was probably three or four leaves in it and nobody got full on it or anything like that but it was just something that I remember it was it was uh, quite proud to be bringing that into the kitchen Um, obviously you can you can include them by so we all have our gardening tools that we use but there's smaller versions of them available for, for the kids so you get your wheelbarrow and you have they have their little wheelbarrow and it again it uh, makes them feel part of what you're doing in the garden and it keeps them outside um i suppose i said it at the start but um, if you're outside playing with the kids gardening with the kids having fun with them outside um, it becomes an area that they want to go to but most importantly at the end of the day they'll get a good night's sleep which means in turn you get a nice relaxing even so that's point number two um Point number three, bit of a touchy one. I hope Rebecca's not listening to this one. I garden to get away from my husband or alternatively, I garden to get away from my wife. Now, this is a bit in jest. It's not really what I mean here. But what a garden is, it's a, it's a brilliant place to just get away from things. So as I said in the first one, you can de-stress by going out to the garden. But again, you can just get away, um, get a break, get a bit of headspace for yourself. Um, maybe it's something that couples can do together set up a project so we want to i don't know create a water feature uh, in the garden why don't the two of you come up with a plan together 
um, design it together, do the work together, feel the accomplishment together, and then at the end of it all, maybe sit down and have a glass of wine together. And it's something that, you know, it gives you a bit of headspace, but then it's something that you can work on together in the garden. Uh, the fourth one, which is a very argued point, to be honest with you, but uh, I garden because it adds value to my property. So depends on what survey you read or who you talk to, what auctioneer you talk to. Um, estimates are that it would uh, a fully well-planned, mature garden will add between 10 and 20% to a garden. Now, obviously, that's... Uh, that figure is open to scrutiny. Some people will agree with it, others won't. Um, I suppose the on a basic basic thing is that if if you have a garden that's well uh, framed, so you have a hedge around it, for example, um, and a lot of the heavy work is done, so you have lawns in, you have curbs in, and somebody comes in and they have a framed garden, but they essentially have a blank canvas to work with. So that's for a lot of people that might be you know the ideal that they can come in and put their own stamp on a garden um, an untidy garden or an overgrown garden obviously for somebody it might be a daunting task and they might say no listen there's just too much there on the outside um, but in a general point a garden does add value to a property um, and as i said depending on who you talk to can add up to 20 percent to your property um, outside room it's kind of an extension if you know the, an extension of the house so if if there's a particular style of the house if the garden matches that and follows through it becomes almost like an, an extra room um your style that's that's evident throughout the house throughout the decor and the design of the house can be evidenced in the garden as well so it gives gives people a chance to be creative as well but the main point is that it adds value to my property that's point number four point number five then this is a big one. Um, I see this a lot of the time coming up in uh, you know queries that I get from people. So I garden because my parents had a lovely garden and I would love to do the same. Um, sometimes these people remember, it's, it's a lot about memory. So they remember being in a garden with their parents. They remember the smells, the flowers. They remember fond memories of a parent who may have passed on at this stage. And they feel that they would like to do that because it gives them a connection to that person. Um, you get plants who have been handed down for gen from generations, like as I said in episode one, um, my mother has dahlias up there that were handed down from her father who has since passed. And for her, they're a constant reminder of him. And it's, it's just a nice thing that you see these flowers, they're a reminder of, her, of him. And uh, you know they can be passed on again. So they can be divided up and passed on. So it, ke it keeps generations going um trees planted by a loved one um who may have passed you know so um again sentimental value in it then when you get a feeling in a garden so you remember from your childhood the smells that remind remind you of people maybe of a grandparents garden um or you remember seeing things in your grandparents garden like i, I remember in my grandparents house in carola there was rhubarb that's for all the world seemed to be as tall as myself at the time you know maybe i was only three or four but i remember that distinctly Um, i remember seeing all the veg i remember the smell of black currants and all those things and they bring you back to a place uh, a happy place so I, as i said this is a big one Um, i garden because my parents had a lovely garden and i'd like to do the same 
those people that are doing this, they probably, a lot of them need bits of help every now and again because, you know, they're, they may not have been at this for very long, but they would like to do it. So that's what I'm here. That's, that's what I'm here to help you for. Um, point number six, then, I garden to have my own fruit or veg uh, most of the year round. So this is a brilliant one. Um, so for somebody who has grown veg before, um, there really isn't, and I know you'll hear this, people talking about there is nothing like the taste of homegrown whether you're talking about a potato or a strawberry or peas in the pod there isn't anything that tastes as good if you're literally taking a strawberry off a plant and eating it there and then obviously it can't be any fresher but the taste is just sublime it's better than anything that you'll get out of any supermarket um so if somebody's not used to this and um, so they want to have fruit and veg all year round it's probably something that in year one you'll start with something simple so you'll start with your little salad crops um, I think one of the biggest things it's hugely important is people grow things that they don't actually eat so um, I remember one year we grew something here and I forget even what it was now but it ended up being all given away because we don't eat it so now what we do is we'll only grow the things that we actually like so we have lettuce we have um, spring onions scallions uh, we have all the herbs, all the things that we eat ourselves. So if you are thinking about starting at this, just look at what's in your fridge and then see what can you grow and they're the things that you should start with. If you're used to it, obviously, and you're used to scheduling and you're used to uh, planning and succession, well then really you can pretty much grow veg all year round and fruit certainly for you know a nice few months of the year. You can obviously grow more and freeze it as well, which gives you that um, your own homegrown produce all year round with a little aid of a freezer or whatever. Um, but as I said, from the point of view of taste, there isn't anything better. Obviously then from a health perspective, the vitamins, minerals um, that you get from those type of fresh um, veg just can't be beaten. When you're eating a sweet carrot straight out of the ground with barely giving it a rub on your jacket, uh, like the, I know there'll be people now who won't agree with this, but like it's very good for your immune system to be out eating plant eating um, veg straight off the off the off the plants, um, so that's one of the big ones. Um, it's huge when it comes to children as well. People you know want their kids to see where food is coming from. They want them to be eating well. They want them to eat their fruit and veg. And what way, better way to do that than to grow your own? So that's uh, point number six. Point number seven, a garden is an ongoing project. So somebody has a garden, quite a, generally speaking, they have quite a, a decent sized garden and they have an idea or a grand plan in their heads about how this garden is going to work out. Um, they don't necessarily want to have a garden designer. They may well have got plans originally, but most of the time these people, what they want is they have a vision themselves uh, and they sketch it out and they add to it as they go along um, and I suppose over time they add little pieces they'll change things like a garden is is always moving so they might do something one year and the next year they might not really like it so they'll have to change it but that's all part of the joy that's all part of the, the plan uh, planting something learning seeing if, if a certain plant works or doesn't work in your garden and, and trial and error but I suppose overall they will have you know a big grand plan in in mind and 
they'll do it over time maybe for money reasons maybe for time reasons they'll do it as i say stage by stage um, and that's that's a great thing you'll see it developing over the years people who visit then will notice it and it's you know it's another talking point oh look you've got it on a new flower bed or a new gazebo or a new um, patio or whatever the case may be so it's something that changes and evolves over time um part of that then is weekend projects so you might decide that you want to, you're going to put in a, a pond you might decide that um, i'm going to add a playhouse for the kids and all these things can be taken on as a weekend project so you do your research you look into what you need you get all this stuff together and you find out how you do it and then you take it on on a weekend and at the end of the weekend you have something nice that you can enjoy um most people then would you know the, especially during the the better weather they would like to get out in the evening time and as i say it sort of feeds into the couple of the last points where you get out in the evenings get a bit of me time uh, get out to de-stress a little bit and just keep working on your project okay point number eight which is the final point that i have um I kind of mentioned this in the last episode as well. I garden to make my neighbor jealous. So this is, again, it's a point in jest really. But when you look at it, um, anytime you see something happening on a, on a street of houses, so the first house gets painted, well, very shortly after the next houses get painted and so on, and you'll see that with flowers. So the summertime comes, the very first house gets the window boxes and the flowers all in the you know the hanging baskets and all that and very quickly afterwards the other eight or ten houses in the row all get them done now it's a great thing because it ends up that the whole row of houses look brilliant but i suppose it comes from uh, they talk about food envy and it's a little bit of garden envy so you go to a barbecue in somebody's house and on the way home on the drive home somebody says oh did you see that place it was absolutely beautiful they keep it really well hint hint that we need to do a little bit with ours um, so it's not an actual reason that people garden to be honest but it's just something that definitely kicks people into action um, they see somebody else with it and they want to follow on um, keeping up with the Joneses syndrome I guess um, my name is John Jones as you know but I'm not saying it for that reason so um, I guess you know there's a little bit of that happens so that's the eight reasons. There's lots of other reasons uh, that people garden. As I said, the main ones for me are to do something with the kids, get outside, get out into nature, um, without de-stress, um, the health benefits of that. So that's my reasons. Uh, I'd love to hear your reasons. Uh, you can hit us up on the website, www.mastermygarden.com. Uh, you can sign up there for a monthly newsletter. Or you can email us on info at mastermygarden.com. Uh, we also have uh, social media, Facebook and Instagram. You'll find the, the handles for those on the website. Okay, so that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll talk soon. And in the meantime, happy gardening. Mm-hmm.